Hey, I'm your host, Ben Silverio. And I am your guest co-host, Helena Handbasket. And I am your host in post, Ansel Birch. And it's time, time to party! party. just doing ringtones now oh yeah yeah, yeah. No. No, I, no i tried to do rainbow connection illusions rainbows have nothing to hide okay great your wife is probably hearing us in the other room. Is like, what is going on in there? Tab's like, uh. Yeah. <laughs> the the fact that yeah. it turned into a rainbow connection sing along is not a surprise. Not even a little. Who writes these synopses for IMDb? It's Who's me, the... I do. Oh, that'd be a dope job. Wouldn't that be cool? I feel what like they... they're probably submitted by the producing company. Yeah, they likely are. Yeah. Probably, like, I don't know, the line producer or someone. Or some intern. Some, yeah, that's some probably intern. what it is. That's why the spelling is so bad. The, the the line producer had to okay it, but they definitely made an intern write it. Poor intern. <laughs> Unpaid intern. Yes. Interns can do so much stuff that, you know, in, in Hollywood. I remember I had to set up a bar in the office one day. I mean. Uh, what I mean, else? I had to set up. My boss's phone. You know, here's the reason why IATSE's going on strike. Like, <laughs> let's just fucking pay people what they're worth for their jobs. I mean, it's true. Just let I people... don't know about that. Let people live. Right. And don't just pay for them. Working? <laughs> for working? What? You want money for this? Oh, man. <laughs> I just got so but you're getting God so much it. experience. Oh nope. Guess what? Can't pay the rent. Right. Experience. Yeah. Especially in LA. Guess what I can't. Where rent is very expensive. Jesus. For a college student who goes for an internship for six months and only gets paid enough to pay the rent and occasionally get food. Hey. Hey. Let's talk about the How butterfly How to make sure promises. you steal from the craft services table. There you go. <laughs> Lots of peanuts. Oh, and when the uh, when the union people don't show up and you get their prime rib, that's a good day. Hell yeah. Mm. No, I want prime rib. Mm, prime Same. rib. Delish. Should we talk about this movie? Let's talk about this movie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Helen has been trying to segue twice now. I'm sorry. Meow. <laughs> Meow. Wait, um, I forgot what my segue was. You it's not. Outside. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know I got rid of that. Uh, Breaking I... news, how the hand basket has a segue. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> Now I want now I want to see a burlesque routine on a Segway. Uh-oh. Ansel. <laughs> I mean, how dare. How dope would that be? I well, we did talk about when Sadie Hopkins moved, uh how we were going to FaceTime her into uh, a Plan 9 show and attach her to a Segway and have her do her whole act. Wouldn't that have been great? That would have been One great. of those like uh, uh telepresence robots. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 exactly, but like, you know, with bungee cords and <laughs> I I want this now. I want it so bad. That's that's a very good idea. <laughs> Just an iPad on a stick that Robbie has to move around. <laughs> Just like on a broom. <laughs> Aaron holding a broom. Oh, I love Sadie's it. Face oh on the yes, screen. there it is. She would love it. That'd be great. You're welcome for all these great ideas, Stella. We know you're listening. Please <laughs> do this. 
back to the the Pew. laser guns air guitar. I guess. Like, I mean, after I failed with uh, Rainbow Connection. No, we sang it all uh, We sang an entire verse no, of that. The singing was good. The fake banjo was bad. <laughs> do, 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 do. That is my go-to karaoke song. Hell it is yeah. a great song. I got to meet and interview Steve Whitmire, no who way. is the puppeteer and voice of Kermit the Frog from our childhoods. I love that. Up until like 2017. And he was delightful. And I'm, I try to stay as professional as possible when I do these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's Kermit the fucking Frog. He's coming to vote. Kermit the Frog said my name. Come Hell in yeah. the Kermit voice. <gasps> and I was just like... Ah. Hi, Ben. <laughs> Hi, ho. That's so good. <laughs> There's lots of different variables. <laughs> Applying this to a different situation. <laughs> Say you're performing. Oh, boy. And you don't know what song you're performing to. Oh, yes. Or what props you're supposed to use. Correct. We and, just... Yes. And someone introduces, say... A tub of Cool Whip. <laughs> Tap of those laughing from the other room. Um, Could I, you predict where that would go? I 1000% blame Dusty Balls and Shimmy LaRue for that one. <laughs> and Dahlia Fatal because it ended in abject chaos. I don't even remember what song I was performing me to. Either. But all I remember is that there are photos of me in full drag with my hand in a tub of Cool Whip. Um... Who could have predicted that? Who it could, was chaotic. No, literally. And I like that. I think, you know, actually, in addition to, I, I love the word chaos. Chaos is one of my favorite words, both in meaning and the word itself is fun to say. Uh, in French, it's le cao. Ooh. Isn't that fun? Um, but uh, being D&D nerds, mm. most of us here at Go the table. On. Go on. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm wearing a D&D shirt. Yes. Um the idea of alignments is very fun um, and kind of thinking about, I mean, I know, I know I've fully co-opted this uh, podcast into talking about D&D, but I'm going to. Um, it was only a matter of time. Correct. I saved it to the last moment. <laughs> but the idea of alignments in D&D, right? Like you have lawful, neutral, chaotic. You have good, neutral, evil, right? It's a Punnett square. Right. Math, again, bringing it back. So many math. So much math. It is a Punnett square and you can line it all up. But I have... <laughs> It's very fun. Um, I typically play chaotic characters because I myself am a chaotic neutral. Me, Helena Handbasket, I am a chaotic neutral person. Um, you know. It's true. I tried to argue that I was a chaotic good, and my friend Nick was like, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> you are such a monster. And I was like, oh, okay, thanks. Um, but the idea that like playing D&D, I think a prime example is like, uh, shout out to Critical Role, but um, uh, Travis Willingham's first character Grog was such a chaotic neutral that like he would like Leroy Jenkins everybody <laughs> and just like run into battle and they're like what are you doing but like that that variability and that unpredictability from like you know we've got a myriad players at the table we've got everybody with different experiences we've got people playing to certain alignments mm -hmm. and it is a choose your own adventure that's essentially what the chaos theory is right it's like a choose your own adventure book and you don't necessarily know where it's going to go the dm doesn't necessarily know where it's going to go we know there's like a trigger for something mm -hmm. and it could end up entirely differently like my D, &D campaign somehow managed to uh coerce and roll uh well enough to get a um a movable hut Mm. That's those a are great. Tree, you know, like uh, you know, it's like a tree mound with a hut on top, and they're like, "Oh, this is our vehicle now, and where we're gonna rest 
And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> like, <laughs> how am I going to get vampires to come bite you come, if you're in this I, house? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to chomp you. What the heck? Um, I didn't predict that, but they, I said, okay, roll the die. And if it, and I said a number of like, if it's this, then this happens. If it's this, then this happens. Um, but I think that that is actually kind of an adept way of explaining the chaos theory. If I do say so myself. And I think to, to further that point, the beauty of it and the, the analogy of the choose your own adventure book is that, um, yeah, because not only are you playing choose your own adventure book, but so too are, numerous other people simultaneously and yeah. they're all getting different results as well correct so there's your chaos theory you yep know, you, you how how would you know how this this choice would bang on to this choice mm-hmm. to that choice and my stuff. favorite example of the chaos theory is the wonderfully written episode of community oh uh where uh they're having a party at troy and abed's apartment mm-hmm. and the doorbell rings and uh because the pizza's arrived and jeff winger takes out a d6 and says okay everyone pick a number uh whoever it lands on has to go get it and then it shows all the different timelines in each number that's cool but also there are seven members of the study group Mm. so there was never a timeline where jeff would have had to get the pizza Mm. that's brilliant right so that episode is so good because it it's it's a half hour long, mm-hmm. but like it's a great example of like you know the the randomness that chaos can bring. That's yeah, very good. I love that. Uh, I love Community so much. It's such a great show. Uh, going back to D and D for a second. Yeah. Uh, I am it's the novice favorite. in the room. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> I am not as uh, seasoned, but we'll sort uh, you. I yeah. am a dragonborn bard love it who carries oh, yeah. uh a beer making kit <laughs> various instruments doesn't doesn't he also have bagpipes he does have bagpipes yeah, that's great <laughs> his you have the talk magic about bag, chaos bagpipes or the regular ones they're just regular just, oh, okay yeah. <laughs> just if you get if you see magic bagpipes don't pick them up okay. oh no legitimately i think the bagpipe might be the most chaotic instrument ever oh for sure that is <laughs> That is one of the most chaotic instruments. Especially when I say, anyway, here's Wonderwall. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, that just, I just had a recovered memory talking about chaos. So when I was uh, in Europe, I was on a a, a fall break trip um, with some friends and we stayed in a hostel, like you do. And we were in Prague, which is haunted as fuck. If you Mm -hmm. haven't been to Prague, that city is cool as hell, but it is very spooky in a lot of ways. they, they kind of manicure on that too. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. It's very goth in that way. Um, and we were staying in this hostel, and it was this old converted building. It was kind of weird. We're all settling in for the night. It's like one in the morning. We're exhausted. We've been sleeping in hostels. We've been doing this for a week, and we tuck in, and all of a sudden we hear, Mwah! and I was like, "What the fuck?" I thought it was like a an air raid siren. I thought it was like some mm-hmm. sort of tornado warning. I don't know. I don't know where I am. Um, and my friend, my friend, Amy, who, uh, was born and raised in New York city shoots up out of bed. She's like, you know, five foot, nothing and 90 pounds soaking wet. And she's like, absolutely not. Cause as we listened, it was someone playing the bagpipes next door <laughs> at one in the morning. 
and she stomps her little ass in there and she bangs on the door and opens it up and she, you can hear her through the walls and she's like, excuse me, excuse me, what are you doing? And he said, well, it's a hostel. Hostels need to, there's, it's too quiet here. There needs to be music. And oh, she's like, Jesus. not bagpipes at 1 a.m.? <laughs> but in what world did I go to bed in Prague in a hostel thinking, you know what I'm going to hear in about three minutes? Bagpipes. bagpipes. That's chaos. That's so <laughs> I, uh, I have actually a similar story. So I was I was in France. Uh-huh. I was riding the train from somewhere to somewhere, and uh, I misread. Oh, yes, the I stop. love somewhere. It's beautiful, right? Yeah, <laughs> I misread the stop, and I got off the train too early. And I was on this like deserted train platform in the middle of a field in oh, France. No, and I got off the train, and I looked at the sign, and I went, "That's not right." And the train left. <gasps> me. I was like, "Oh well." Oh no. Guess I'm here for a while. So I'm like sitting on the platform waiting for the next train to come take pity on me and go to the actual destination. Oh my God. And what do I hear in this like empty field? Bagpipes. No, no. Oh my God. That would be the worst. (laughs) It was, I was, what? What? It's those French country vampires. I know. (laughs) The the bagpiping vampires of France. Very well known. Yes, very well known in specific regions of France. I hear that they love Bordeaux. Yes. (laughs) You know, the cheese vampires. Oh, yes. So many empty rinds that are just sucked dry. <laughs> they're, they're repelled by uh, lavender. Oh, there you go. Yes, yeah. yes. Herbe, sprinkle some Herbe de Provence in front of your door and you'll be fine. What, what's bat in French? Bat? Yeah. Chauve-souris. Oh, I can't say that. <laughs> Chauve-souris. There it is. Um, oh. Which uh, actually translates to shaved mouse. <laughs> In French, souris is mouse. Yeah, yeah. But chauve souris means bald mouse. Oh my god. That's what they call them. Because French is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Wait, then what do they call pigeons? Pigeon. Oh. I think. They're more mouse like. They're more rat like. Well, chauve souris means mouse. Oh. Yeah. I can't remember what rat is. Raton? I think it's raton. Yeah, I think so. Because they call the the, uh, Parisian boats rat boats, right? Yeah. Les ratons. Oh. Look, see, we're learning more stuff. See? See how educational this episode got to be? I love it, I love it, I love it. We just had to digress out of the Also, like, I know what what joke you were making with the... How do you say bat in French? Because it's the very beloved uh, TV series, What We Do in the Shadows. Bat. Bat. Um, Oh, yes. But imagine that in French. Chauve-souris. Oh, my God. It's like the that oh. episode of Dimitri Martin where it was the safety episode and it was the safe word was the proper pronunciation of gnocchi. Oh jeez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not the biggest Dimitri Martin fan anymore, but uh, yeah. But um, that was a pretty funny thing to watch H. John Benjamin try and pronounce gnocchi properly while being whipped. <laughs> was pretty great. That's, <laughs> that's phenomenal. Gnocchi, gnocchi, gnocchi. Ah, 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 ah. Beautiful. See, I think this is a perfect demonstration of chaos theory. It's who, true. Who Oof. thought that we would land on the proper pronunciation of bat in French while talking about the chaos theory? It's mm. true. I, I didn't think so. I do now want to watch the French dub of, of what, what we, we do, do in the oh, shadows. It's so funny. I want to hear the French actor playing Nadja. That's what I want to hear. To just hear what that vocal choice would be. <laughs> do you do French in a Romanian accent? Like, or? I think you'd have to. I think you'd have to. I would hope so. 
Because sometimes those dubs are really bad where you're like, oh, they're just talking. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. I like it when they like put a little character and right. assist into it. Exactly. It's pretty fun. That's how you know they're professional. It's pretty fun. Yeah. I wonder if, if she does it herself. I wouldn't be surprised oh, if she yeah, she's, speaks. She's super adept. And I yeah. know she didn't yeah. know that. So uh, apparently she did not interview. I can't remember if it was she was emulating like one of her grandmothers or something like that with the the accent that she does for Nadia. Oh. Yeah, she's English, but also Greek. Interesting. I like her a lot. I I watched uh the flower best best in bloom. Yeah. Yeah, Best in Bloom. She hosted this flower thing, and um, I was obsessed with it. And she's so sarcastic and, like, deadpan while she's talking <laughs> about flowers. She's like, this is beautiful. No emotional response. That's <laughs> 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 great. That's great. Well, and if you're serious about your writing, like, I've, I've definitely spent ridiculous amounts on a pen or a particularly nice notebook correct which i then don't think my ideas are good enough to put in the notebook so i have (laughs) blank notebooks now oh no or i have like half filled ones especially when i was in high school Mm -hmm. or you get like three pages in and you're like no i didn't actually have a i didn't i didn't actually yeah right and but it's also shiny Uh uh-huh i've gotten really into uh total segue those Mm -hmm. uh those circle bound uh, the notebooks. spiral bounds one? No, the oh, circle the... bound ones where you take the pages out and put oh, them back in. Oh, yes. I used you can to like those. move them around. Like, uh, a, like a binder? Like a three ring? Kind of like a three ring binder, but they're... The pages are like designed to be taken out and put back in. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. And it's great because it's got yeah, all the same like usage. For storyboarding, that would be great. It's great for storyboarding. It's great for D&D. It's great for like all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you can have like a nice, a nice cover... But the pages aren't as permanent, so you don't feel that same level of, like, commitment. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, well, yeah, that's yeah. Cool. They're very neat. So if you, if you had to, if you, if you had to, if I put, a, if I put a, a silent space gun to your head and forced you. Oh, God. Could you portmanteau those words together into something? <laughs> Which words? Oh Edutainment? Edutainment, yeah. Entertainment and education? Yeah. Edutainment, yeah. That's part, that. Yeah, yeah. I really fucked that up by saying the fermentation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> edutainment. Entercation. Entercation. Nope, yeah, didn't no. like that one. <laughs> Although I kind of like that that sounds like you got into an altercation with entertainment or education. I'm always in an altercation with entertainment entertainment and education Just constantly big booting the ed- entertainment and education in the face correct yeah. <laughs> well that was my first meal in public at like once lockdown freed up or like loosened up a little bit uh-huh. i went and got some soup dumplings with my cousins mm-hmm. and there was one table in the front one table in the back and all the other tables were empty yep Nice. You know, social distancing. And it was chilly, and I was like, this is the perfect weather for, for soup dumplings. Mm, and uh, we're back to it again. Soup because we're dumplings. still in this goddamn pandemic. Yeah, wash your hands, <laughs> wear your mask, get your vaccine. I just got my booster. Nice. I got, I got one yeah, too. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Um, I work in a hospital, and though I'm not patient-facing, um, I work with people who are, so like, you know, one degree of separation. Mm-hmm. So they make sure to prioritize our vaccination, yes. which I think is great. Very nice. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for that. Yeah. I have asthma. Yep. So, <laughs> so I got it, but 
I made sure to get it before I started working in a mall. Yep. Yeah. Good call. For sure. Ton of people. Yeah, that's a really good call. When See? it's my turn, I'll be in line. Don't Heck worry. yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. Hey, remember when we started this podcast and we thought we'd be out of the pandemic? But you know, my partner legitimately, when we heard that the lockdown was going to happen, st- this was before we lived together, was at my apartment because I lived alone and stood in the doorway and went. If this shit goes down, I'm packing a bag and I'm going to move in with you for two weeks. Are you okay with that? And I said, yeah. And a year later, <laughs> we were still living in 400 square feet. But now we've upgraded, so it's okay. And we I haven't mean, killed each other. <laughs> I wonder how many people have a similar story. Oh, so many people. Well, I think a lot of relationships ended too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Ours, we were like, we're either, we are either committing or we are done. So, like, we got to make a choice yeah. now. You know, I, our generation has a new definition for ride or die. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Would you spend a lockdown with this person? I know? did. And I still think he's really working cute. okay. Oh. Yeah. It's the hams. It's the hams. It's those two the, them sweet... pants hams. <laughs> Sweet, sweet pants hams. <laughs> oh, he's going to kill me. <laughs> He'll love it. He'll love There's it. There's a brand new phrase in the English language. Pants, pants hams. hams. Ooh, did you check out those pants hams? Ooh. Damn, yeah, those pants hams. You got some mighty fine pants hams. That's great. That's perfect. I think we end it there. We're, we're not going to beat that. <laughs> Sir, respectfully, your pants hems are glorious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You should text him that. <laughs> no context. No context. But he will know what that means. He'll be like, uh-oh. <laughs> Talking about my butt cheeks. Yes, we are. I don't think I've gone on to any podcast recording and not talked about this butt on the recording. <laughs> Aww, that's true love. That's that true. That's impressive. Love. It's impressive. I'm happy for him. To blame. <laughs> to blame. Fun yep. fact about Dude Where's My Car? That was my very first DVD. Interesting. Wow, what a choice. Yeah. It was. Did it time. come with the machine? <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Well, because that was my first DVD came with the machine. Oh. Uh, I should say my family's first DVD. This was not a choice I made. Uh, so our first DVD in the house, which we watched several times because we did not own any other DVDs at the, at the moment, was Michael with John Travolta. Aww. Oh, no. I remember my mom wow. really liking that movie. Oh, my folks loved that movie. I was super into the movie at the time. Like, I was like, okay, sure. This is a thing. Like, I know he's an angel in that, but in my mind's eye, all I have is just Owen Wilson as Hansel dressed as an angel in that interview. (laughs) That's like all I have. That's all I can visualize. I I just remember that scene of Michael dancing. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure that's the whole movie. Yeah, pretty much. Now we're going to do Time to Party, (laughs) the Michael edition, even though it has nothing to do with time travel. Yep. (laughs) Episode four is going to be robust. Concluding our discussion on the butterfly effect. Not the Mothman Not prophecies. Not the Mothman prophecies. Maybe it would have been better if it was the Mothman prophecies. Kind of kind of think it would. Yeah. yeah. But I haven't seen the Mothman prophecies in years, so I don't I cannot I've never confirm. Seen them. Cannot confirm nor, nor deny. deny. We do keep coming back better. to that. I know yeah. we need to watch it now. It, I don't think it has anything to do with time travel, but we'll just have to watch it. Our uh well we we have a running gag here on Time to Party. <laughs> we do. That we are eventually going to do an April Fool's episode 
in which we insert time travel into a film that otherwise did not have it. <gasps> That's cool. So Mothman Prophecies might be a good one. That's fun. Like, what? where are the points in this movie where time travel could would, have worked could have happened or there's Ooh. only one way this person could know this and if that's if they like time traveled back from later in the movie okay or, you know that kind of shit so maybe maybe Mothman prophecies Mothman we're on the internet <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter I'm at Beastleberry 20 I am the Helena Handbasket on Instagram and I am only Handbasket on Twitter I am at Indecisionist on Twitter and at the Indecisionist on Instagram and if you'd like to join in the conversation that shit fucking crazy conversation about the butterfly effect not the Mothman prophecies <laughs> use the hashtag coming in April Time to party. That's time, the number two party. Staring at the blank page before you. Open up the dirty windows. Let the sun illuminate. And you can remedy for something in the distance. And name the team, we need me. Oh god, that song sucks so bad. <laughs> the rest is still unwritten. We'll see which sing along ends ends the episode. <laughs> Brilliant. Yay. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. Anyway. <laughs> 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 On bagpipes. <laughs>